You know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in. You know, and I know, and they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Man, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, K Dizzle DC, to the man on my other side right here. Tell him who you are, my guy. Man, it's your boy, Half Streams, man. It's another Sunday night. Welcome. Michael <laughs> is in the building. To, early. to all dressed up podcast, episode 85. Why dating feels like trapping. Hold on. This is 85. This, this is, is 85. 85 was a good year. Ralph was in the building. What up, man? Look, I'm excited about tonight because this is this is funny. And the funny part is, I think we're not even really paying attention to how hilarious this is. Okay. Neither one of us is on this scene. <laughs> Neither one of us is on this scene, but we're getting insight from everybody who's in the scene. Uh, we got a lot of people available tonight. We got a we got a uh, awesome coach that's coming through. It's going to share his insight too. But before we get to rolling in all that, my guy, we've had a very eventful two weeks since our last show. Ralph, what up, man? Hef, how huh. has your week's been, man? So, so let me tell you, man. Uh, my baby girl. If you've been watching us since episode one, you guys know uh, I love me some Nova. This girl is doing new things each and every day. That's a little heart. She's 18 months now. She's saying colors. She's saying numbers. She's talking up a storm. So I'm happy to share that. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll definitely see that. But let me talk about something that occurred over the weekend that I've been looking forward to for the past six months. And I did not expect what I experienced to happen. And, right. if, and if you're under a rock, what am I talking about, Katie? I'm going to put the ticker up. I'm going to just put it up. I'm oh, my goodness. Right and then you have to go, man, <laughs> look at the question, chat. <laughs> Carol Spence got jumped on Saturday. Night. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you, I did something that I never thought I'd be able to do. I What's pulled that? my chips off the table right about four hours before the fight. I don't know what happened. What's up, Sal? Yeah, what up? I got tapped on my shoulder. Somebody told me, like, son, don't lose your money. Betting against Terrence Crawford tonight. And boy, was I right when I took my money off the table because it was a drubbing. It was a good old fashioned ass kicking. A drubbing? A drubbing. A and drubbing. I'm going to tell you, I did not expect it. Did you? I mean, no. I mean he could have he could have won, but I didn't expect him to win in that fashion. No, nobody, nobody expected. Everybody had an acumen, acumen in saying that, you know, Crawford was the better boxer. You know, everybody knew Crawford was a better boxer. They knew Spence was a brawler. They just didn't know that he would get outclassed as bad yeah. as he did. You know, shout out to Buck Crawford, you know, yeah. killing it, doing his thing. What's, up, what's, up, what's up, man? Yeah, it's scary times for Spence because it comes to the point to where can that one loss be really it? Like, he had a great career. You know, both of them were undefeated coming in. Terrence Crawford's unified now, so the, the sky's the limit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, Spence does have the rematch in the claws. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to see the rematch? Because he doesn't I, want that rematch, yeah. I think he has to turn into a whole nother person. He don't want the rematch. No, don't get that man. Don't get in the ring with that guy again oh. because oh. it was it was terrible. You need to fight like three more fights before you go see him again. 
Get your acumen oh out. Don't do that. Don't do that. And then everybody that I talked trash to going into the fight, I was like, you know, oh, you didn't miss a fight. You missed the ass whooping shot. <laughs> a fight consists of two people, two pugilists that are competing against one another. After yeah, the first night, yeah. I, I, I'm well rested. You know, that, the fight was so bad, it put me to sleep early. I'm going to tell you, I could only imagine how Earl Spence felt this morning when he woke up after receiving that type of abuse. And I'm not taking any shot at Errol Spence as a fighter. He's a phenomenal fighter. Absolutely. We're talking about the superiority of a Terrence Crawford and what he was able to do. I'm just giving him all the credit, man. So, you know, just wanted to say that was my weekend, man. Really surprised me. Um, what says you, man? What you what you been getting into? Um, I haven't been getting into yeah. much. Um, it has been a whole lot going on. I will talk about one thing that did strike me, and this is just recent, and I have to bring this up, and I just told you. Let me take that off, because Errol Smith did get jumped. Um, <laughs> look, I have to I have to talk about this, okay? Because th- I think Dave Chappelle, you know, he's like the Simpsons, man. He saw this before everybody else did, right? Uh-oh. Okay? Look at the ticker. Okay? <laughs> Are y'all you watching went, y'all feed out there. here? You went there. And the reason why I have to ask this question, okay, if you have been under a rock or no, there's a show called The Today Show on NBC where some pretty prominent people are on it and they talk about certain things all the time. Then there came up a a conversation. They said it was an online conversation, Reddit or whatever. And about whether or not people are washing their feet, right? Uh, now, whether, whether or not. Whether or not. Hey, what's up, what's Lindy? Man, Lindy? Love you, Aunt Lindy. People, you this, not? this was an actual. <laughs> this was an actual question that people were asking other people if they were washing their feet or not. Now, look, we we've oh, all seen the goodness. memes and we've heard the stories of of I've heard at least, and I've met some. You know, black people put only putting lotion on that you on the body parts you can see. Erica, what's up? You heard of black people only putting lotion on the body parts you can see. This yeah, one, but I've never heard of nobody leaving body parts outside the shower. I'm you gotta take your feet you. with you in the shower, right? Hey, so uh, let me let me play the clip. I don't care. I don't care if they they mute this part because this is important that you need to see this. Are y'all washing your feet out there? If you just walking in, hey, Nene, what's up? Let me baby? pull this on the screen, okay? So we get this out the way. Do you wash your feet in the shower? Hoda and Jenna weigh in, right? Hopefully, you can hear this, right? This was a real conversation they had, right? Let me play this clip. Down feet, there. Get down there and wash them. Oh, no. This no. is an ongoing debate. No. We still don't even have our votes in for this one because people are still Okay, playing, here's the thing. So bending over to wash your feet? <laughs> yes. Okay, I just feel like everything's rolling on down that way anyway. I mean... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> everything's rolling on down there anyway. <sighs> What's her name? <laughs> her name is Hoda. I'm not pulling it back up. Right, I'm not pulling it back. I don't know. I don't know, Shade. I don't know what people shit that is because she said everything is rolling on down Bruh. there anyway. I'm not rolling down there. I'm trying to tell you, man. Me personally, I'm not rolling anywhere near her feet. Yo, I'm trying to tell you, my guy. This was a real question. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull this out. <laughs> what, what in the Stone Age is going on? What's up, look, look, look. This is the truth. I said Dave Chappelle said it at the beginning, right? Dave Chappelle said it. When his skit, he said white people don't use the cloth. 
<laughs> That's how she rolls. Soap up the butthole to do all the stuff. They don't use a claw. People are out here really not washing their feet. She's literally letting the problems roll down her back. She's letting all of her day roll down her feet, and she just basically gave it away. She's not scrubbing. She's not scrubbing them toes, man. So <laughs> shout out to her feet. <laughs> In the in the situation after she takes a shower because that's a rough one, man. Now, Shout I out to her say, Erica, I give you credit that you attempt to wash your feet and you almost fall because it can be challenging, <laughs> but you have to be smart when you wash your feet. There's certain things around you that you can use for your protection, but definitely don't leave your feet out of your shower routine. All right, put your hand, put your hand on the wall, shower wall. Do your thing, figure it out, get a rhythm going. Y'all too old not to be knowing how to do this, okay? People treat their shoes better than their feet. Yeah, my guy. I don't know. Make sure. Look, just don't be don't be these folks out here, bro. Yeah, bring the bring feet. the feet to you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Bring the feet to you. What's good, Jermaine? How you been, big look. bro? Look, how do you say on national TV that you let everything just roll to your feet? I don't know. I don't know. Why'd you bring that up and disturb me? I'm bringing it up because you know. There are people out here that are literally not washing their feet. She just said it on national television, okay? I just kind of let everything roll. So everything you scrubbed up here, just rolling down there and mm. just rolling on top of what you're not going to clean. She got, she got well-traveled dirt <laughs> that, that went to her feet. She's got well-traveled body She got experience dirt. dirt down there that can tell stories. I but, wonder if she picks her feet up and lets them run under the shower before oh, she leaves. No, I don't. And then if she takes her towel and just, all right, look. All right, right let it go. Let it go. Let that stop. You're going to have some fun tonight. If you're coming into the chat, if you're coming into the chat, we're going to have some fun in about a good 10 to 20 minutes. We're going to talk about something that Kate Dizzle and I have really no clue about. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Erica, that's just nasty. Uh, We're going to have Coach Nick Love on in a few minutes. We're going to talk about dating, you know, so Kate Dizzle. All right, because we we had a we had before we got on this show we had a rousing a rousing I'm using big words like you tonight rousing conversation okay Green Bay Packer feet a rousing <laughs> conversation about about this the date do's and don'ts of dating in 23 why is it so hard okay now go ahead go ahead bro because I'm, right, I'm so gonna let you lead on this let me go ahead and get it going so we're gonna talk about dating tonight we're gonna talk about single stuff. Things that, you know, Kate Dizzle and I haven't been a part of for a long time, but we've had history. We've dated. And the good thing about Shanae and myself that I can speak on personally, we go on. That's the thing, Shadi, stick with me. I didn't know that people still dating. That's what we're talking about. But let's be real here. There are single people, so let's show them some love. We're going to open yep. up the floor tonight. Now, Shanae and I, we go on what's called married people dates. Mm-hmm. So we still date. Like, we still like to surprise each other, pick a nice location, make some plans, put out some effort, dress up nice, you know, a nice little picture session, and we go out and have a great time. And when we take these dates together, uh, when we take these dates, this is the opportunity that we have to actually see other young new couples that are just Mm -hmm. arriving to the dating scene in 2023. So, like Shanae says, don't stop dating your spouse just because y'all together. Very true. So, look, so when I see these people out, you know, I was thinking of K Dizzle. The dating scene doesn't seem to me to be the same like it was when I was out there when I was at a younger age. So we're gonna ask y'all what y'all think. 
I said to Kate Dizzle, everybody wants convenience, right? Yeah. We're finally getting to a point to where time is almost more valuable than money. Finally, even though we've always pretended to to be so. But everybody, we haven't had a surprise date in a long time. We'll talk about that shit. <laughs> so Arizona says when he goes on dates, he only sees girls out with their friends. But see, where you going, Arizona, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about that. Because you might be going to a place where these people can't afford these first dates. That's coming up. So here's the thing. I said people don't want to go out and invest time and money with another person that they're not going to see a future with. No, wait, 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 wait. You said... You you originally said people don't want to waste time taking people out to dinner. Correct. So dinner, right? A lot of people are going to come through the night that I know personally that tell me all the time that all these women, quote unquote, want you to do is feed them. Now, I'm not going to. What's up enough? Sarah? I'm not going to take shots of my ladies out there because it's nothing wrong with dinner because I come from the traditional dating, you know, setup. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people aren't going the dinner route. I don't want to commit to a time, prime time. Dinner time is going to be any time between 5 and 9 p.m. So okay. that's the prime time of my day. I got a plan for that time. I got to most likely go through traffic to get to that date because that's prime time. And I got to spend more money because we're going out to more, more, more so than likely a nice restaurant. And then when I go through all this commitment, Talk about it with my friends all day. Like, you know, I'm going out later. We're going to have a, you know, da, 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 da. I'm gearing myself up for all this excitement. And then I get to the restaurant and the date goes nowhere near our plan. Of course. So then I'm looking like, all right, I got a bill coming. I didn't have, <laughs> have three Casamigo margaritas at this point because I'm trying to have a good time. Right. Now I got a $150 bill down DC somewhere with okay. a person that I'm never going to call again. Now, now, what did I say about that whole situation, right? What? What did I say about the whole situation? If two things you got to ask yourself, right? If you're going to go out on a date, you you told me that a dinner date was too much of a commitment that you rather go on a coffee date. Coffee date than a me. dinner date. So I'm with the millennials, Kate. Does I've okay. been researching. I've been researching. So apparently, and Nick, Coach Nick Love can tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Look at you! <laughs> you you leading the confirmation early. Hey, that's what we do. Hey, so the the number one apparent first date location in America, according to I got to check my sources, but Starbucks. Why is it Starbucks? They say, okay, because there's a lack of commitment. A coffee date, almost like an impromptu speed date. You know, because I don't want to commit to having to spend a hundred bucks, one hundred fifty dollars, pay for all the gas, time, and effort, the clothes. Like I can easily say to a nice young lady who's a professional like myself, "Look at Erica; she's already on board." <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I'm up to something. Okay, I can easily meet you in my work attire. You're coming from work; I'm coming from work. We could take a lunch break. Okay, we both have the opportunity to get some energy from a nice, refreshing beverage. Everybody loves coffee when you know you're a professional. Mostly, you can get some tea, but it's a it's a great opportunity to meet a person at a good point in their day, to where you can have a nice conversation. You can see a person's character by what they're ordering, how they order. Okay, so so here we <laughs> go, how, right? How they act when they wait for their so, order. So, so when you at Starbucks, ladies, if you at Starbucks and you y'all sit there <laughs> and y'all order, 
and you get to get to the register and the man is like, can I get a passion fruit? Yum in the sun, venti with an extra shot of extra shot of uh, what honeydew? And put some strawberries, please. How you gonna feel about that? I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Hey, that can be something that can be brought up in conversation. Look, bypass all. Un- bypass all the unnecessary. Now, now I My said, actually, says Lisa Leonard. Yeah, says Lisa Leonard. So bypassing all the unnecessary. So what was the second thing you said? You you asked me about dinner versus Starbucks, right? What was the second thing? Look, look, here he go, here go Ron in his metrosexuality. It's actually good, <laughs> it's actually good. It's pretty, pretty. Hey man, there's good. nothing wrong with that. Look, nothing wrong I'm with just, that. I'm using the drink as an example, the fruitiest drink I can find. But well, what, what else you say? You said no, 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 because you asked me this question. You said, well, what, what if the woman says, um, well, oh, yeah. I want to be taken out on a date. I want to go to dinner. So that's a point where you can look into your judgment and make a call because it might not just be the woman. You know, if a guy looks and says, like, I don't just want to go to Starbucks. Like, I really like her. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I might take that opportunity as a chance to get another moment to go further. You know what I'm saying? If I'm thinking straight. But <laughs> a person might see it as like, nah, you're not going to just Starbucks me. You're not going to just take me to Starbucks and just get a screener of me and, and try to make judgment of me in 30 minutes and make a decision about me over coffee. Like, a woman might not be willing to expose herself or even mm-hmm. men. Let me not be misogynistic i might not want to be i might not want to be vulnerable over a cup of coffee i might want to see more effort and more commitment so i threw that out there to you a person might not want to accept that i might see that coming and say you know what no in order for me to give you my time you got to take me out to eat and exactly what lisa just said this is a choice and now you got to consider where your options this is where you decide how much of a pursuit you want to put in and then you decide what that pursuit is going to be from there, right? Whether you're committed to finding out who that person is or you committed to something totally different, <laughs> what your intentions are at that moment, right? Now, see, this is what this is what Ron says. That's why that's why the conversation leading up to the date is key. Super key. What's up, my AK Dizzle, man? Put the number up. I'm gonna put all oh, see the, the there chat you go. is coming together tonight, and we're gonna have some guests. And like I said, Coach Nick Love is gonna be joining us in the next probably five or 10 minutes to talk mm-hmm. about the don'ts of dating Marcus Rose. Hey, lefty. <laughs> so it's look, look it, when it, when it really all boils down to it, um, when we're talking about going on a first date or going somewhere, the whole point and purpose of it is to find out what the intentions are, right? I'm trying to figure it out. One of the things you said is the convenience part of it. I can understand that you pulled in a whole bunch of stats you know, these places on where they prefer to go. And it does make sense. It does make a lot of sense. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, K-Dizzle. Arizona, what the hell is a horny Hail Mary? <laughs> My man said, they be throwing horny Hail Marys out here. Uh-huh. You got it. Yeah, it's like you said, it's a conversation leading up to it. So so talk about before we get going and get everybody in. Mm-hmm. K-Dizzle, what are some of your dudes that you were talking about off the air? Um, the dues, the dues that we have off the when dues and don'ts in dating, right? And this can be first dates or multiple dates, right? The first do, okay, is ask questions to find out interest and who they are. No surface questions, right? If you're only asking surface questions, then you own you you are you are telling on yourself that you may or may not know how to carry a conversation. 
right? You may or may not know how so to what's carry. What's the surface it. question for those who don't know? Okay, does uh, break it down. Break it down for the uh, the dating amateurs out here. Uh, what do you like to do for fun? That might be a surface question. Or how was your day today? Or what is you know what are some of the things? Or uh, let's see. Um, um, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? Yeah, well, that can be you know you can lead if you're a good if you're a good person to ask questions. What's up, Amazon? Love you, love you. Uh, Sal says I met my woman in the background. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. I have no idea what that means. Hold on, hold on. Uh, another do before I put your e is um, listen with intent. Please listen with intent and be genuinely interested. If you're not, say so. Right? <laughs> <laughs> say so. Say so. Yeah, but does it, Marcus Rose? That's what we're trying to figure out. Is dating so complicated? Because I'm telling you, I think the new daters got to figure it out because one, they're new. All the new young people don't have time for the bullshit. Right. Two, the people who are coming out of divorces, think about it. There's some fresh, there's some new daters coming back into the scene. Some of these divorcees, mm-hmm. they don't have time for it. So I don't think it's going to be as difficult. If you can come, if you can find the right person to go to a Starbucks coffee day with, because I think there's so much to be accomplished in that 20 to 30 minute screen session. Mm-hmm. And like I said, we'll find out. So what's another do? And the last one, the last one do before I pull air code is uh, uh, be upfront with your intentions. Okay. Be upfront with your intention. That's, it that's really is easy, but people make it so complex. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. <laughs> it's your feet clean. Hold it's on, hold your feet on. clean. <laughs> Erica, what is going on? Good, Erica. Hello, can y'all hear me? We can Very hear well. you perfectly. What's going on? Hey, y'all. What's up? What's up? Talk to us. So basically, I like what y'all are saying. I was going to say I dated a guy one time and... We talked on the phone for like two hours the first time we talked. Mm. And then before we did like your traditional date, we met up at Tucker Road Park. Mm. And we were out there for like three hours just, and it forced you to communicate and really see like, you know, if we connect. And then from there, then he asked me out on a proper date. Then we went out for lunch and all of that. But I feel like to a degree, um, I don't know. This is a little off topic, but I feel like when it comes to like the amount, because I know Hef was saying like spending all this money, I feel like to a degree the man kind of sets that because if you know you only got $50, <laughs> take her <laughs> take her on an ice cream date. Like women like creativity. But you know, nowadays, Erica, with the young Wendy. crowd, the young crowd believes in that equal opportunity, everybody for their self-independence. So are the men are the men paying the, the first day bill like they used to? I they think should. they should, but it's some cheap people out here. And <laughs> you only know your pockets. And I feel like if you dating, you got to pay to play. If you want to date multiple people, but you know your pockets can't afford multiple people, then you need to figure out what am I out here doing there. <laughs> now, you had the advantage of like, and you kind of um described your one of your first dates like me and my, my baby. We talked on the phone a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We actually went on a first date. So do you think it will be the same for you if you didn't have that opportunity to talk on the phone as much? And let's just say you have a quicker opportunity for a date. Is that going to put you behind the eight ball at a success rate because you didn't have as much communication? 
I mean, okay, you mean like if we went on a date before we got to talk like on the phone right. and stuff like that? Right. I mean, I would be cool with it, but the type of person that I am, I'm an extrovert. So like I'ma ask questions. But mm-hmm. I kinda gauge like what you be talking about. Like if you saying weird stuff, that's gonna kinda let me know, all right, this might not go nowhere. Or if you throwing out like little comments like, oh big money, nah, that ain't going nowhere neither. So <laughs> it just depends <laughs> on <laughs> I don't know. But That's I did right. want to add one little thing, like with the do's and the don'ts. I don't like somebody who's on their phone a, a lot. Like you should be focused on who you getting to know, like pay attention, you know, just see where they at. That sh- that shows a level of disinterest. So if you're on your phone and you're on a date, you know you 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 are not there and you are not paying attention. You're not genuinely interested. And I agree with you 110%. You got to be you got to be in the moment. And unfortunately a lot of people live through their phones and not in the moment. And, and look, you just yeah, you just come on you and you love you right on there. And you already starting a wave of what you don't do and that's what coach Nick loves about to do and come on and say telling us what to not do on these dates. And Bianca yeah. already said too, Erica and Kate does will feed her Oh, she don't have no combo. For she don't have no combo. <laughs> and, that's, and that's how a lot I of people ain't mad Hey, Eric, I, I love you. Yeah, I love you, sis. I'm gonna bring you back on later. Pop off real okay. quick because I gotta bring you, coach. Peace. We're gonna talk about the the don't. We're gonna talk about some of the don'ts, but more importantly, we're gonna bring in our good friend, Coach Nick Love, who invited we invited to come on tonight um, to really hone down, hone in on the mistakes that we make in the dating sphere out here. Let me pull myself up to the side and give my man the front screen. Coach hey, Nick Love, what's up, baby? Show, Coach Nick Love. Hey, how you guys doing? We doing we doing good, my man. Excellent. We doing good. And you we appreciate you stopping in and coming in. Have you you follow you um run the show from here, man. Yeah, nah, man. First off, thank you very much for joining the All Dressed Up podcast. We got Coach Nick Love in the building, dating coach expert. Gonna drop some tips and break down some of the don'ts that you do because you know I've been out the game for a while, I go on my married dates, coach. You know what I mean? Um, so what are some of the things that you recognize that you just like to open up with about dating and some of the things that you recommend not to do? Mm-hmm. Well, first, I want to say thank you guys for sharing your platform with me and having me on as a guest. I appreciate you guys. And um, for your um, audience who don't know who I am, I'm Coach Nick Love. I'm a dating and relationship coach. I help my clients create a strategic dating plan. So they can be successful at dating and date well. And tonight I, I want to talk about some of the mistakes that people make when it comes to dating. But um, I heard you guys talking before you brought me on. And I, so I'm going to also talk about five questions that I think you can ask on the first date. And some of them, some of the questions might might seem surface level, but they're not so much surface, surface level. So um, right, uh, roll, get your pen and pad rolling. Yeah. <laughs> So the biggest mistake I think that people make when it comes to dating is I think that people don't make dating a priority. So think of anything big in life you want to accomplish. If it's a career change, losing weight, you know, people make it a priority. They set a goal. They put their time, energy and resources into it and then they'd be successful. But when it comes to dating, people don't do that. So I think that's the mistake that people make when it comes to dating. I think that to actually sit down make a strategic dating plan so they can be successful at dating and date well. Um, and you get different results, you know, look at what are you doing and look at the results that you're getting from it. And if you're not getting the results that you want, then maybe you need to change the things that you're doing. So, yeah. 
So let me ask you a really question, quick question because Donita in the chat said there's a difference between courting and dating. Can you can you can you um give a little insight on that and what she what she might mean by that? So I look at them both as the same, actually. So you know, sometimes like uh, are you both local, like in the Maryland, Baltimore area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. So you know, like some people might say, "Oh, I was talking to this person, or I was dating this person, or I was getting to know that person." I look at it all as dating, right? But it's all about what type of dating are you used to, or what type of dating are you willing to accept. So some people might call it courting. I call it all dating because I think it's all you taking your time out your day getting to know someone. So okay. for me, a big difference from the talking stage, the dating stage, or courting is all about the type of dater you are. So I don't really separate the two. I look at everything also as dating. Okay. Well, give us another mistake that you think people make when we're talking, when we're going with recording or dating. I think uh, another mistake when people, when it comes to uh, dating is that people don't ask for what they want, you know? So mm-hmm. instead they accept what they, what is available and they sell it for less. Ooh. They'll just be happy with, well, they won't be happy with that, but that'll make them, they'll end up being resentful or better because Ooh. they just accepted something that they really didn't really want, but they, they was like, hey, this is available, so I'm going to accept it. And it's like going on dates, some, you know, Netflix and chilling. That's the thing. I don't mm-hmm. consider Netflix and chilling a real date. So um, I advise my clients, you shouldn't be Netflix and chilling too early on. You should actually be going out on dates. <laughs> well, you Netflix know? and chilling is just trying to become friends with benefits. Because the Netflix and chilling ain't, ain't Netflix and chilling. Like, we understand what it means when we ask to do so. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> when we ask to do so. You know, well, when, hey, when you come over, let's put on a movie. I don't know what you what you think, but you gotta understand what, what the euphemism think, what the euphemism is, what it is. Hey, hey okay, okay, Nick's yeah. already not to cut him off, but Nick's already surprising me about the first point because he's mentioning making time and really thinking about your dating, you know what I'm saying, and reflecting mm-hmm. on what you're doing, you know, where you're going. So, how do you feel before you continue, Nick, about how I was raving about the coffee date thing? Okay, so when it comes to a coffee date, I'm not a fan of the coffee date. I think okay. you go out on a date. Um, I'm about the first date being more so like a dinner date. Um, I think you want to create a romantic setting, and that is time for you guys to like ask each other questions and see if you want to go on a second date. You should um be able to get some information out, and you should have some questions. It should be again creating a strategic dating plan. So know what you want to talk about before you even get to your date. Okay. Know that you want to ask these. Um, the person that you're sitting across from, but I don't think a coffee date is romantic. I think that you can't like uh, put reservations in. You have to seat yourself. And first date sometimes can cause anxiety. And if you're going on a coffee date, you can't have the option of maybe having a drink to knock off some of the anxiety. Not that you should have multiple drinks, but some people might need that one drink to calm their nerves. And that's not an option at a coffee date. I totally right. feel you, man. You, you're hitting it on the head. And with me, I'm actually the dinner guy. Like I was always one to eat. I love to eat. Cause I think with eating comes conversation. So I'm with you, Bianca. I don't want no damn coffee either. And I do <laughs> want a level of commitment with my date. You know, I don't want to sit here and sound all bougie, but you know, at least give me, even from the woman's perspective, come meet me at a nice location, put on something nice that we plan for, and let's see if we can get on time. So I know when when I went on my first date with my baby, we met at Dave and Buster's because I was lucky enough to know that she enjoyed competition. She enjoyed sports and it was right down my alley. So it was perfect. So even if I got nervous, I can say, oh, did you see that play, you know, in the game or something like that? So 
what else you got, man? What else do you think people aren't really getting in today's dating game? But yeah, and also I wanted to agree with you when you talked about a coffee date. When you so I feel like a coffee date is you got ten to fifteen minutes to impress me. Go like impress me <laughs> exactly. The pitch you got ten to fifteen minutes. So yeah, I, I feel like that would add extra um, anxiety on people. And yeah, I just don't really. Again, I don't think it's a romantic setting. There's nothing romantic about a coffee date. That's the best. That's a business proposition. Hey, yeah, what you I, got? What I got? We see if we work out from there. Right. Yeah. But I wanted to touch on like the five questions I recommend my clients to ask on the first date. Um, because I heard you guys talking about um like some certain questions um on surface level. So I think the first question you should ask on a coffee date is how was your day? And I think you ask that question because how someone answer that question can tell you a lot about a person. Very so interesting. If this is the first date, you know, the first date, very much like an interview, you can put your best foot forward. Mm-hmm. And if someone answered this question and they answering, oh, my day was and they answering it in like a negative way. And that's all they can right. talk about. Then that's letting you know that this is probably a negative person. Mm-hmm. So if you end up dating this person or in a relationship with them, they showing you who they are, a negative person, if that's all they can talk about on the first date. So I think that's a, a good question to ask on the first date. Wow. It could, it could be just in, in it. It could be in a negative space at that moment. Now, and the what I believe too is you can ask that question. It can be a surface question, but if you're going to ask a question, you need to listen to the answer, right? Because a lot of people, yeah, you need to listen to the answer. But would you, you would you show up on a job interview and talk about how horrible your your job that you're currently at is? Always a red flag. And when I'm whenever I'm, it's funny you say that because whenever I interview someone because I'm in that position, if I ever sense a person just focusing on the negative, it turns me off. Mm-hmm. And and that's very true. And even like now, not to get off topic, but like my girl tells me every day, don't come home with that negativity about your long day. So good point. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, can you self-regulate? Can you calm yourself down and walk into a different environment and be able to let that go for now? Yeah. For the moment? So I think it's a good question to ask. Um, another question is, um, what do you do for a living? So if you don't already know that and you want to ask this question, because if it's something that they enjoy, then you want to become curious about it, you know, curious about their job. You know, when people are talking about things they like, they are loosening up themselves. So loosen them up, be curious about the job. If they like it, if it's something that they saying, like they not really happy with, you want to know if they got a plan. So you want to become curious. Oh, do you have a plan? Are you working on like an exit plan? Because if they're not, that's like, you know, that's a complacent person. And if you end up in a relationship with them, then they'll probably come home daily and talk about how they hate their job. Mm. And the third Mm. question is, what are your interests and hobbies? I think that's a good question because this will get you brownie points if you plan a future date around their interests and hobbies. This will let Mm. them know that you were actually listening to them when you ask them about their interests and hobbies. So I think that's a good question, too. I I know you guys um, brought that up earlier, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and another one is like, um, how long have you been single? So if someone's been single for a long time, you need to become curious because a lot. This person might be emotionally unavailable or just bad at relationships. Why were you single for so many years? So I think that's a good question to ask. You know? <laughs> it's a good question to ask. <laughs> you know, if you being strategic with your questions. Well, see, Danita asked an interesting question. She says, are these blind dates? I think these questions need to be asked before the in-person date. And I agree with you, Danita, but not everybody has the opportunity to ask all these questions. I think in an ideal setting, you have 
you know, ask a lot of those questions before you have just that first date. But, you know, if you don't have that opportunity and you do have that first date, you know, what questions are too impersonal? Like how soon? And we were talking about this, K Dizzle. Yeah. And hopefully more people can come in and join the conversation now and ask uh, Nick some questions. But how early or how too soon would it be to talk about your ex? Oh, <laughs> comes up is okay, but um, you shouldn't be bringing up your ex and the way you talk about your ex will let you know a lot about a person. How someone talk about their ex, if they're talking about their ex like, hey, it didn't work, I learned this from the relationship, that might be an okay sign that this person is over it because they taking some accountability. Like, I, a lot of times people see the red flags in the beginning, you know. My, one of my favorite sayings is that people don't betray us, we betray ourselves when we ignore the red flags in the beginning. I believe the signs are always there. So if someone can be like, I saw the red flags, I didn't pay attention, I know better now, but you know, I'm over that relationship. How they people talk about their ex will let you know how they feel about their relationship. If they talking about their ex in a negative way and they putting all the fault on the ex, then that's a red flag. hundred percent. Well, I, I, and I, I live and die by the, the motto of, if you let somebody talk long enough, you will always find out what their real intentions yeah. are. People so, let you know who they are if you listen. Yeah. But for the, the, the question about like all these blind dates, no, a lot of people nowadays meet online or some people will meet in person at a party mm-hmm. and they might not want to ask people what you do for a living because they seem pretentious. I don't know. So I, I'm in the, the Maryland area. So mm-hmm. in DC, this is a big thing. People don't like to ask that question anymore because people felt that people were being pretentious when they asked, what do you do for a living? Right. The question is not always asked when you first meet people in person anymore because people feel like they're judging you based off of what you do. So some people don't ask that question. And again, let's, if you don't already know the answer. But so you want to become curious on the date if they enjoy what they do. And if they do, you want to become curious about it. Get more information. Yeah. So enough said. Said divorce and back in the game. Do the same. Do the Absolutely. same. Apply. Absolutely. And let me say this too: If you want to join, do me a favor. Don't call me. Text me at that number three zero one eight five seven one seven five. You know, we give you guys the instructions, and I got. And I will. You know, I'll bring you on if you got some. Erica says, "Don't dwell. Um, don't dwell on it, and then be negative. Keep it cute, or, or keep it on mute." <laughs> Ross says. Girls bring up their baby daddy in the first five minutes. Like, damn, can we get the appetizer? <laughs> and Mike Leonard, Mike Leonard said one date at Applebee's got that two for 25 and we can learn about each other all we want. It's all right. <laughs> do people still do the two for 25 at Applebee's? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Depending on what Applebee's we talk about. We in the DMV. It's some you go to, some you don't go to. You feel me? Why, why bring up an ex? Good question. Dangerous. Why, why bring up an ex? Is it is it a good good idea to do on the first date? Uh, I wouldn't say bring up an ex on the first date is a good idea. No, you shouldn't bring up an ex on the first date. But a lot of them do. So before them. before we uh, shift gears and get some more people to come through and ask their questions, Nick, what's another what's another don't? If you um, haven't finished your questions, I'm sorry if I cut you off. Yeah. So the last question I would recommend is um, ask the person that you're on a date with, where do they see themselves in five years? Because this can let you know a lot about a person, too. Yes. Um, so it's not a good idea to ask people like, do you want kids? If you want marriage on the first date. But asking this question, if they, does, if they don't mention that they want kids or marriage 
when you ask this question on a later date, if you make it to a later date, you can follow up and say, hey, I noticed when I asked you, where do you see yourself in five years? You didn't mention kids or marriage. Is that something that you see in your future? If that's something that you want. So it's just about being strategic how to ask, ask your question and then like sometimes following up with it on a later date. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. And don't don't ask that in the first five minutes. <laughs> Jesus, oh, no. Don't ask that in the first five minutes. Have some have some composure before you get there. Don't don't come at me how your day was. Will you see yourself in five years from now? I'm gonna look at you stupid. <laughs> you straight yeah. stupid. Get out of here before we. It sounds like it sounds like to me a lot of the good questions that you're recommending should have been asked then and now. <laughs> you know, sounds relative. Not only talk about the ex-wives on date, but show me a picture of them. Like what? Says yeah. <laughs> people. People think being transparent is being real. That that why they bring. That's why they bring exes up. Um, Interesting. Yeah. It, it's a yeah. difference between being real and sharing too much at the beginning. Yeah, that's why you don't overshare in the beginning. Yeah. Don't be don't be too aggressive on the first date coming on too strong, you know. Yeah. <laughs> apps before exes. Now <laughs> Sal, Sal says apps before exes. Isn't that crazy? So so in today's world, right? I was thinking the coffee date was the way to go. Nick, you shut me down. You told me that's not the way to go. <laughs> it's not showing the effort. What about the, I guess intro to the date. Like, is everybody that you're talking to are they primarily finding their partners online, or are they still meeting people in like you know casual settings? What have you been noticing from your clients? So the, the clients that I work with, I recommend my clients to meet people the organic way. So create a lifestyle for yourself where you're going out and you're putting yourself in situations where you can actually meet people that you have things in common with. So if you're someone who loves the museum, if you're someone who loves concerts, put yourself in those places where you can actually meet people that you share common interests with, but also try new things. So I recommend my clients to go out and meet people the organic way. Um, Some people do. Some of my clients still choose to meet people online, but um, I'm not a fan of that. I just prefer you to meet people the organic way. I think that people in person, you can kind of get a feel of like this type of person they are. You can see what they really look like. And, um, I believe in getting off the couch, getting out the house and having a life. You know, if you sit home all the times on the apps and things like that, is this a lifestyle that you created for yourself? That's who actually want to be a part of. So you want a lifestyle where someone want to be a part of it. You don't want to just be, oh, I just sit at home and watch movies all day. Like who want to be a part of that? You know, right? it's not tempting. Erica Erica asked an interesting question. She says, what if you put yourself in those places and still don't meet anybody? Well, you also have to learn how to work a room. So that's what I help what my clients to do is like work in a room. But, you know, like some some of the females, you should introduce yourself to the guys, you know, not saying you should ask them out. But it's called drop dropping a handkerchief where you drop the handkerchief and let them pick it up. So you're letting them know you exist. You put yourself out there and then you see if they will follow up and act you out. So hey. look around. <laughs> <Don't laughs> <me out there. laughs> so really quick, I got what we're going to bring on live. Fancy. Hey, we're going to bring you. Welcome to the ADU podcast. Can you hear us? You there, Fancy? Oh, you fancy, huh? <laughs> Make sure you allow access to, you your, allow access to your camera, your video. If I, oh, there we go. We got some video action going on. Can you hear us? Okay. 
Yes, I can hear you. Okay, hold on, wait. Let me. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. Okay, stay with me. It's all You know, we live. That's what we're doing each and every Sunday night. First no, 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 no. Okay, so that means, okay, wait. Give me one second. You got us on the outside camera. Put us on the inside camera. Oh, okay. We'll bring it right. right. No more online BS for me. I prefer meeting people organically and through friends. I need references. Yes, I need references. Like you said, that's the, the point of putting Danita trying there. to get all her questions answered before she meets you. That that's a perfect world. <laughs> you know, she's trying to get all her fancy fancy. What's up, Ralph? Get the technical difficulties. There we go. There we go. We we see you in the state. I got the camera. Up, I'm sorry. Tap for that this. Camera. Give me one second. Like go. All right, I'll bring you back on when I see your face. All right. So so the other thing is I don't think bring I think bringing the X out. Uh, because they don't know what to say since they've been out of the game with data and just a rebound thing. Could be a rebound thing. Uh, Lisa says, I used to go with the flow once I got a feel for the guy. My questions were based on the vibe, and I kept a 100 to take the pressure off, et cetera, et cetera. Um, a lot of people can't do that. Um, you know, Ron say, hey, IG be popping with the online date. I don't know. <laughs> the the hard part about social media, and I will say this. What's real? That. Yeah, you don't know if the persona you're seeing is the actual person, or is or if it's the persona they're putting on, putting on. And you just the same thing if you look for a date now. I think when we talked earlier before we got on, you talked about the stats on dating apps. You know, making you know over four billion dollars because it's a big business, and I think that could be detrimental to to your health as well mentally too imagine putting your picture up on six dead naps and you never get a swipe right now you're feeling a certain way but about yourself internally it's so, funny you said that though because like nick said and also i was researching a lot of people are starting to lower their standards mm-hmm. from what i read and this is going back to what enough said was saying coming out of divorces especially because all right, I'm going to go ahead and take a pause here because we got some video and audio from a guest. Welcome to the All Dressed Up Podcast. Up, fancy? For one, I want to say hello, welcome, thank you, good evening to all my beautiful, handsome, blessed, God-fearing men of the evening. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Go okay. On. It's like, look, <laughs> I've been through so much in regards to dealing with men. Um... Give me one second. Wait, wait, wait. wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. 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 Right. okay, so what I do want to say is I have a few different things to say when it comes in regards to dealing with relationships and men. Um, for one, you know, we all in so many relationships, like people on me, like I'm so over it. You know, I can't never feel fully feminine and where I be wanting to feel feminine in. You know what I'm saying? I just be needing niggas to understand that. It's mm-hmm. Man, you don't you don't walk out of service, fancy. You yeah. don't where you at? You know, you walked out of service, fancy. Go on back in that staircase. We're gonna see. We're gonna see if fancy can get back into some uh into some Wi-Fi. Hey, she brings to the point where you know he's talking about a woman feeling like she's got to play both roles. Let me put the number up, Donnie. You got to play both roles, even when you're talking about in the dating scene. 
which is difficult. You you got any insight on what she's talking about, Nick, and what she may be feeling? Um, if she feeling like she maybe that she's dating people that is not the right fit for her. If you feeling like uncomfortable in certain situations, you feeling mm-hmm. like how I want to feel when I'm with a man or whoever, then maybe that's not the one for you. You need to continue your search. Mm-hmm. And, and how often is it that it seems like people find the same person at the same place that they date and expect different results? Like, I know that's a whole different conversation in itself. So a lot of people. So what I do with my clients is that um, when someone come to me, we do a relationship autopsy. So mm-hmm. we look at their past relationships, because if you don't change who you are, then I believe that like to attract like you're going to continue to attract the same people, mm-hmm. the different outfit. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah and work on yourself where when you are showing up, you are different than all the people you attracted before. Like if you're the same person, you you're going to attract the same people that you attracted in the past. If you didn't do any self work, that's just like a lot of people are now moving to Atlanta or North Carolina thinking they're going to get different results, but <laughs> they're taking you with you. So they take they taking their talents to Miami and all the baggage <laughs> coming with them. <laughs> <laughs> So it's truthfully, what's a true statement is if, you know, if, if you're not, if you're not fully prepped and you're not worked on internally, you're just bringing all that, all that stuff into the next situation. And it's not really, it's not really the outside people's change. You need to do some internal searching and change before you get to, before you get yeah, there. And, and, a, and a part of the issue is some of the people that she's seeing could be because of like we talked about before the circles that we're, that we're in and we're not, we're not in the right circles where we need to meet the people that we want that we want to attract. So energy begets energy when we're talking about that. Now I got a very vocal and very upfront Danita, Danita, AKA D styles in the building. What's going on D? Hey, 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 what's how, you guys doing? how you doing dear? I'm good. Oh, I'm all close. Looking crazy. K Dizzle is my brother. Y'all. He always gets me in this foolishness. But um, I think I heard the, the the woman that was breaking up a little bit. She said she was having trouble meeting guys. Is that what she said? I think well, she said something along the lines of like guys making her feel like herself. It and and I, I just want to expound on that. I thought I heard her say something about masculine energy and feminine energy and how difficult it is for women to rest in their feminine energy when you have so many men now that are. Um, to me, acting more in their feminine energy. I think that the effort, the lack of effort is is there. I'm I'm 52. So I've been divorced six years. And so when I dated, you know, I was in my 20s. Men took all of your girlfriends out to dinner. You know what I mean? They took us out to dinner. They courted us. They came for us. I mean, and maybe it was because their access was different. The levels, you could only date locally. You know, I'm from the Washington, D.C. area and we could if you didn't know a woman or know someone through someone or go to school with them or college with them, that was your range. But now that men have so much access, right, to me, you can date someone in California. You can date someone in Africa if you want to. You have so much access that to me, the effort isn't there. And I don't care if you're in your 20s, 
50s or 60s. I'm seeing the same thing across the board with lack of effort, lack of intentions. And then I also talked about courting because to me, courting is the part where you're getting to know someone on a deeper level or you're dating with intentions. To me, that's my opinion. That That's when you ask about, I ain't asking no surface mask. I want to know where you come from, what your mama like, what your daddy like, what relationship you got with your grandmama. Because I've been married for 20 years and that's the BS that you bring into the relationship if you don't know you know, if, if you don't, if that person hasn't healed from that, that trauma. So, you. you know, I'm asking about everything and I'm asking for it at a coffee date. I'm yeah. asking if well, I know coach said you shouldn't, but here's my thing. I don't even want to sit across from you for a romantic dinner date. Cause sometimes these men don't even have no money to be able to date a woman. How about that? Be <laughs> able to date her and or date on your level. If you're a red lobster kind of dude and I ain't got no problems with red lobster or Chick-fil-A, or if you were Mastro's kind of dude. Date on your level, though. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm never, I don't need to be sitting in front of a dude. Wherever he takes me, I can take care of the bill, too. You get you get what I'm saying? So, I ain't going out to take pictures. I want to be intentional in front of you, asking questions. So, I'm going to get all that preliminary stuff out before I even sit in front of you, because you ain't wasting my time no more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get it all out. Yeah, um, so, I think that a lot of, I hear people say that often, like, oh, I don't want to waste my time, so I'm just going to lay all my cards out on the table. You lay your cards out on the table. I think dating is a marathon. It's not a sprint, right? So, you want to pace yourself out when you're dating, and I don't believe in going on the first date asking all these intimate questions or personal questions. I think information is earned over time, like trust. So it's fine to go on the first date and make that let that be easy breezy. And eventually, if y'all continue to date, then you will get to certain questions. But all of these personal questions, I don't feel like people want to be that vulnerable on the first date and talk about how they were raised or if they went through abuse with their their mother or father or something like that. That's been really vulnerable and some people don't want to do that on the first date you you haven't earned that information so i don't think that um i should we should expect that other people to just get that information on the first date and again dating is a um, marathon not a sprint you want to take your time hold on hold on let me see see. hold on hold on donnie because i know you're gonna come in fancy i'm trying to get fancy a chance because fancy in her in the video having some trouble i'll bring you back in fancy fancy I'm not not saying ask that on the first date. I'm saying that the courting part starts before you go on the date. So what I'm saying is that's conversation that we need to have over the telephone through a series of conversations. You know what I'm saying? To lead up to it. Because I I think the dating should be, I think it should be easy, breezy and fun. (laughs) But what I'm not going to do is... You know, I'm if I'm talking to you, that lets me know you you can find out where somebody's coming from sometime in the first conversation. You know what I mean? I that lets me know am I interested to even go any further. It ain't no need for me to sit across from you at a mm. table, at a golf club, whatever we're gonna do, mm. golf, whatever it is, if I'm not interested in you. And I I you got to find that out courting through phone conversation first to me. That's my you gotta have a hard time getting a date with Mr. Nita. Hold on, Sinead. Hold on, Sinead. Don't be asking what's your credit score the first day. You tripping. No, no, no. That ain't business. Hey, Rob. Fancy. That be the shit I be talking about. Fancy live back on the all dressed up podcast. I'm sorry. I didn't even know y'all could hit me. Go ahead. Tired of being nigga mommy. Oh, <laughs> swear. <laughs> I forgot. 
I'd be like, you want me to be God mommy or nigga mommy? It'd be like, bro, I'm trying, nigga. It's like these kids, they be trying every day. It's, if, it's, if it ain't the kids, it's the Habibs at the job. Because you know we don't get nothing but calls from the Indians. Hello, can I please check the status of a claim? No, nigga. You ain't going to understand the status of the claim. You never understand the status of the claim. You never understand the status of a claim. Fancy girl back in there. Come on, Fancy. We talking about dating, baby. What we talking about? I'm tired of niggas not understanding the claim. <laughs> All right. Sweet baby. The plan. The member don't have the plan. You don't understand the claim and you don't have the plan. I'm tired of this shit. Nigga mommy. Put your goddamn shoes on. Bro, you don't have a plan? You tired of me not having a plan. You know what? I'll be trying, nigga. I'll be praying, nigga. I'll try. <laughs> you know what? And one thing I can say about the woman of God is nigga, we try. Okay. <laughs> Just leave me alone. Leave me alone on a lot of different levels. Leave me alone on a lot of different reasons. But we should we should get Kiki. You got the light, Kiki. Kiki. Fancy that came on and said, look, hey, just have a man with a plan. Hey, man, it's Sunday it. night, man. It you is know, fancy getting fancy out here. We appreciate you, Coach Nick Love, for coming through and really breaking it down for us because I heard a lot of great things. And like Chanel said, K Dizzle. Ask some real shit on a first date. Danita was talking about getting a whole bunch of information. I'm I'm the type of person to where I'm not up for all that exposure. Like I don't feel like I want to expose myself to where you're gonna judge me just to make it to the next level. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like I gotta pass these prerequisites, and I get it. A, a woman and a man deserve everything that they're looking for in a relationship. But just because a person doesn't check off every single box and answer an interview perfectly doesn't mean they're not the best person for the job. Well, let me let me let me add to that, too, as well, because when we're talking about dating, too, we're talking about different levels of it as well. And people are in different places and different spaces within their lives. And and sometimes they'll put emphasis on like dating in your 20s is different from your 30s, which is different from your 40s and different from your 50s. Everybody's got a certain time span and frame that they say, hey. This is how much time I want to spend on to see whether this works or not. Like you said, you have a plan when you're talking about dating. This is one of the first things Coach Nick Love said. And some people say, hey, this is going to be a plan. I want to make sure that you're along the same plane. You're along the same plans as I am. So they're going to ask specific questions with definite intent, <laughs> definite intent based on how they feel and whether they want to invest the time into it or not. Like you said, People already alone have issues with communication. And if you bring too, too many hard, tough questions in which make people feel vulnerable, which they're never used to doing prior, they are either going to close up or they're going to open. And you'll only know from when you ask those questions. And I don't think you say and say it on the first one, but you, when you do ask them, just make sure you have tact and you have good conversation with that as well. So and you have a, you have a plan moving forward and pushing forward as well. Um, people are nervous to waste their time. Um, people are definitely nervous to waste their time. Um, so, hey, Coach Nick, I'm gonna pull you in, man. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you some of the last words, man. What do you think on on the conversation that we had tonight? Oh, I think it was great. I think that um, so my what I do is like again, um, I help people create a strategic dating plan when mm -hmm. it comes to dating, and I'm for the people who um. 
are not happy with the results that they're getting when it comes to dating. So if you're not happy with the results, then maybe change some things up and see if you get different results. Some things people might not agree with me on, but if what you're doing is working, then of course, stick with that. I want you to stick with whatever's working for you. But if it's not, be open to date in a different way than you dated in the past and maybe you'll get different results. So it's just all about looking at the results that you're getting. If you're happy with those results, then fine. But if not, maybe just change some things up. Switch it up a little bit. Switch yeah. it up. Yeah. You want to get something out of something and get a better or different result, change the game up. And K Dizzle was uh, gracious enough to put your website, Nick, in the chat and also your Instagram link as well. Um, where can we find you? And if we want more information about maybe signing you up for a coach, what do we need to do? Uh, you can contact me on all social media platforms, Coach Nick Love on Facebook, Instagram. My website is coachnicklove.com. So if you, um, anyone want any um, assistance with, when it comes to dating, just hit me up. All right, man. Appreciate you stopping Thank in. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Love all right. You, God, appreciate it. Dating is a survival of the fittest. <laughs> That's what they say. I really appreciate everybody that came through live tonight. We're going to still kick it for a few minutes, K Dizzle, because this is a lot to talk about, man. Yeah, and it is a lot to talk about. It's a load of questions. It's a load of situation. But the most important thing you can do, right? Uh, one of the things that we didn't push on, and I'll, I'll list the don'ts. I think we talked about it already. Don't bring up your ex and past relationships. Yeah, run through some don'ts, K Dizzle. I want to hear I want to hear some shit you say. Don't do number two. I'm having a ball dating. <laughs> Ron says two. No showcasing allowed. Okay. All right. So look, before you get into no showcasing, right? Go ahead. Somebody told me something a long time ago. K Dizzle. They said right. if you lead with your money, they're always gonna want your money. If you lead yeah. with your money. They're always going to want your money. So what I said was, well, what does that mean, old wise man? He said, you got to think if that's what got them attracted to you, that's what they expect. That's what they expect. So don't pull out the, and I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead, k So Don't do that because of why. And number three, don't be a hoe. <laughs> Unless you're already a hoe, don't be a hoe. Okay? That's the last don't. And look, I'm going to pull fancy. Fancy. Hey, hey, fancy. This is how I feel about so much of this. You know what I'm saying? Break it down, fancy. Like, go ahead, be a hoe. Be what you want to be. Just I, damn, we lost <laughs> every time it gets good. Every time it gets good, we lose fancy, man. <laughs> as soon as we get it, just if you go, you could be a hoe, just be honest about being a hoe. Ron, call him, Ron. What's up? Hold bro? on, hold on, man. Hold on, Ron. Chat, hold on, man. We What's can't, up, man? Y'all fake it, man. Not. Dude, hold on. Fast, fast. <laughs> fast. Okay, this is where I'm at with that. If you're going to be a hoe, be a hoe. That's fine. Do what makes you the. Do what makes you happiest. Okay? Fair Just understand. When you enter into my life, make sure that you're entering into my life. As someone is going to be an accent, be a phalange. You know what a phalange is? A phalange is like a finger. It's an appendage. You know? Like, just be an addition. I get it. 
I get it. Being a she said be a phalange. Being I, I did mean you the wrong. Daddy keep on calling for some odd ass reason. I'm sorry, my father keeps calling me. I don't think it's an emergency. It's more likely a need because ahead, he needs ahead. a bitch to be on his team too, and I'm not one. Go ahead, phalange. Daughter and all. You but let me know? say this. Yeah, this is where I'm coming from. Be out. If that's what makes you feel good for you to have two, three, four bitches on your team, go ahead. Just make sure that when you come around me, we eating good. We doing whatever we do together good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And keep it on moving. Just go. So you are know, like, fancy. Hold on. I just think like the older that I get, like yeah. I don't like to sit up on the niggas all day. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It might be one day. Where I want to sit up under you and Netflix and chicks. Like, it just might be that oh. one day that I like Fancy. you enough to do that with Are you. you okay it can't just Are you be okay the rest of the days where it's like, I got to work. I'm tired. I work just as much as you. I'm taking care of my kid. You know what I'm saying? I got to deal with mm-hmm. her daddy and his issues with his stupid ass. You know what I'm saying? And his mama, too, because we got to incorporate the mamas, too. Okay? I just be needing so- niggas to just back up off me. For a second, okay? So you, because you before okay I get a hard dick you in okay my back and I'm trying to take a nap, I need for you Ooh. to understand, <laughs> this is what I need from you, okay? I need to make sure my refrigerator right. got some milk, cheese, food, something I can make a cake with. You feel me? I can't make no cake <laughs> with a nigga that ain't got shit to make a cake with. Right, you know what I'm saying? I be tired of niggas like that. I just be tired. Change the circle. Change the circle, Change the circle. I love you. We so, what happens, so what happens, Kate Dizzle in Arizona? <laughs> Welcome to the show, Arizona. What happens is we get, committed, we get committed into a date, right? And then we show up and fancy going, turned up. Yeah, I got to gotta figure that shit out. Mm. Where's the button? I need the button. You mm. feel me? So that's why I say I don't like to be always all in because I need to escape left. But go ahead, Arizona. Oh, I was here. I, I had just had to come on because I heard, uh, hmm. you know, the complaints against men, or like we not taking women out. Like I be taking women out. You take women out to nice restaurants and stuff, and they want to request all this nice stuff. They don't even be knowing. Can how I to say something? To you? Can I say something to you too, Arizona? I'm glad you came on, bro, because you one of the few friends I got, and I love you, bro. We go back a long time. Yep. You will you will ask Shanae certain questions that are thought provoking, and I appreciate you because sometimes she goes so hard in this chat, and you <laughs> oh keep yeah, because she just hold on, hold on. She, cause she just said because that it's a meme going around and she kind of like retyped it and it was like uh, it's like men these days want submissive breadwinners and I'm like what's wrong with that if, right if you getting money what money got to do with submission. At the end of the day, we supposed to be submitting to one another. One of the uh, synonyms of submit is agreement. So all we doing is coming towards an agreement. It ain't got. It's like you got to be super King Kong dick for a woman to submit to you. You can't just be be a regular person. We submit to one another. You shouldn't even be talking to nobody you wouldn't submit to. So, 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 <laughs> so what are you doing? <laughs> Exactly. I'm glad you explained that. I'm glad you explained that 100. percent Hey, look, survival of the fittest, says Lisa. So while I'm out getting money, there she go. Are you sitting on my couch? No. <laughs> just, be, just be. You might be the breadwinner because you probably making eighty thousand and I'm making seventy. Oh, 
So they said submit in marriage. Holy cow. She that took it to the next level. She said submit in marriage. But some men don't want to submit to the woman. He just want her to be dumb and be his slave, but she can't be broke or bum, et cetera, et cetera. Nah, that's cap right there. I don't right. even know what what they talking about. Like, why are y'all talking? <laughs> why are you talking to somebody if you feel like that? Like, how you get all the way to a certain level if you don't respect this person? They a bum. They all. This I agree. Type. How you get that far? This that's based on upon you, I think. And what the co- dating coach said is, is start with yourself. Mm-hmm. It'd be like some people, if you out here trying to sell burgers at a vegan convention, what you expect? Like you're not you're not putting your product in the right place. Yeah. So the moral of the story is, you know, when you go out here, I think we need to have a certain level of ourselves in a good in a good space, right? Exactly. We need, to, we need to be at a certain level. We don't have to have it all together. Together, all we don't have to have it all together because nobody does. But be at a certain level where you're content with yourself, so that you're able to look at another person and be acceptive of that too. Now, that doesn't mean lower your standards. That doesn't mean accept or settle. That only means be in a good space where you're okay with possibly or the possibility of sharing your space with somebody else that may fit close to what you're looking for. Right. Hey, 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 look at what, look at what Sinead said. She said, people be wanting other people to submit to them and they're not deserving of the role. Oh, do you and your wife have roles in your marriage? So two things, if a woman is going to be in a position to submit, she should already be in a position knowing in that relationship, she's already there or can be there at any given point because they're at that level. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's hard to backpedal and be a certain person and right. then get into a relationship mm-hmm. and not be that of the same person that got you to that point. Right. Because there, certain things are not always going to be perfect in a, in a relationship, like going beyond dating, because Lisa already talked about marriage. So when you're actually dating and in a relationship, you should already be in a place to where you want to be submissive. And if you feel like you can't and never get to that point, you might not want to be in that relationship. Because we all supposed to be going in relationships with the mindset to serve. Correct. We're not, we're not going to come take. That's what it sounds like when people uh, mention relationships. It sounds like people is coming for a robbery, a soft robbery or something like that. So, like, so I agree with Arizona. Let, let, me, let me answer the question. Do you and your wife have roles in your marriage? Absolutely, we have roles in our marriage. They are defined, but they are also not concrete. Exactly. Right? Because it because she change. Yeah, and life changes, life right? life, and you gotta make moves and you gotta do right. things to make sure that you are all staying on the same page and moving in the same direction. Now we got to the point of an episode, Shanae is trying to get on the microphone. Yeah, so we we going we going way deeper in it after the dating. So <laughs> we go really Arizona. What I'm saying is like <laughs> as far as being submissive, if that's your role, then own your role. But the minute you start to fall back in your role and that becomes my role, then you fall back into my role. So if you was the breadwinner and all of a sudden, let's say you lost your job and now I'm the breadwinner. When I come home, I want a meal. I want the bathroom clean. I want you to buy toilet paper and change the roll. Everything that I would have been doing, 
that's fair. That's fair. So that's all I'm saying. But with, I, with, I, let I, me I, finish. I'm not finished. Okay. What men don't understand is, as a woman, it's hard for me to go to work for eight hours and then come home and still manage the household. And then you want me to be ready to to make love to you at night after I done did eight hours, five hours with the kids, cooked you dinner, and now I'm supposed to turn it on and then turn it around and do it all again the next morning. Like y'all need to be oh, more understanding. Oh, no, 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 no. What See, I, I roll is too. I, I totally agree with you, but at the end of the day, because I'm cooking all the whether I'm working on that. And at the end of the day, I mean, I feel that girls work and stuff like that. I still want the cheeks. It's, it's just, it's just <laughs> something that just got to get done. But, look, however, look. I am cooking this like Then do a load of laundry and put it away. I, I have look. no problem with that. Hey, this is a whole other episode. Danita brought it brought that's, that's, a whole other episode. Hold on, day. Hold on, day. I'm gonna tell you exactly what we're now. We're we're going beyond the point of dating. Now we're talking about in the relationship. Now we're talking about. So now we're talking about expectations, and then we're talking about also uh, being cognizant of the moment. You being present, not only knowing, being present there. But also understanding, reading the room, and understanding the situation. So that's that's a whole nother topic. Right. Hold, hold on. Let me, let, me say, let, me right. let me say this. Hey, let me say this. Hey, because I read Lisa comment. She said I'm only focused on the cheeks. I'm not focused on the cheeks. I'm Kirk. I'm cooking and serving off top, whether I got a job or not. I'm trying to do whatever that's going to make the team win. I don't want no girl to be one hand washes the nut washes the other. If I'm not working and you are, I'm gonna have that house spick and span. Right. But if the roles are reversed, same thing applies. Or if we both working, we gonna do the same thing together. But we're, but we're gonna go to a different portion of this conversation to another episode. We are gonna note it right here because I'm gonna keep it real. We have a. We being Shanae and myself, we have the constant conversation of effort. And effort is not always equated to dollars and cents in our relationship. So when you get to a certain point, once you get past dating, you can no longer just say, well, I paid for X, Y, and Z so I can put my feet up and chill, per se. But let let me say this, though. (laughs) The effort starts with the dating. I'm showing my effort and interest. It's it continues throughout the relationship. I'm showing my effort and interest in the relationship. I'm doing whatever has to get done. Yeah, yeah. We, we might have to do a part two next week. And Ron, I'm gonna pull you off, man. I love right, you. Arizona, we love you, bro. We we love love you, bro. Appreciate I will you, say this: date <laughs> for what you're looking for. So if you like to be, she didn't fed, text in, guys. If you like to fed, like to be fed, then go date a nigga that likes to spend money on feeding you. If you like somebody to buy you stuff, then go date a nigga with money and vice versa. If you like a girl to fuck you all the time, then go date a girl that like to have sex. Don't go trying to like change people and make them into what you want them to be. Go find the opposite of what you attract. I'm going to say this. We're going to close it out. (laughs) Whatever you do at the beginning of the relationship to get that man or get that woman, remind yourself consistently that you're going to you need to continue to do those same things to get and keep that person in your life to make them happy. Okay. Don't forget when we go to part two next week, guys, we're going to talk about the fact that things can change too. 
Things can always change. You got to be able to go with the flow, roll with the punches. But more importantly out here, we talked about some important do's and don'ts that what you should do in a dating. It's hard out here for a pimp and a hustler, for a man and woman to find the right one. Surround yourself. Try some things new. Go to different spots or the places that you frequent so you can find the find hopefully the people that that fit exactly what you need. Or sometimes the opposites could be what you need as well. But more importantly, just put yourself out there more and and be a better filter on what you see and what you don't see out there. And look, Hef, where can they put information to, bro? Hey, man, submit your information to all dressed up podcast at gmail.com or just hit us up on IG. We are on IG actively all day, every day. And of course, you can find us live on the first and third Sundays on YouTube, on Facebook. Find me at Hef Streams everywhere. K does the way you have, bro. Hey, K does a DC everywhere. We might have to. We might have to carry this conversation on later this week. This, this conversation, this conversation has been 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 blooming over my back. <laughs> and as you can see, if you watch the live version of our episode, yeah. Shanae did not text in <laughs> on my microphone. But you know, it's all good because you know that's my baby. Um, that's your baby. Make sure that the person that's on your microphone, you love them very much, because if you don't, it can be a rough one. And I tell you, man, shout out to Coach Nick Love for coming through. We really appreciate the professional uh, advice and definitely check him out. Um, shout out to the fans, yeah. man. Shout out to Fancy. Shout Fancy, out to man. Shout out to Arizona Ron, man. We're going to call this a night, man. We love y'all. We will see y'all. Maybe check us on the action. We might be rolling to it next week. We're going to make sure we have a part two. All right? Take, take care. You know, you know.